With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to this week's Triumph Spotlight. Our guest today is MJ Collins. The Clover South Carolina native is a sophomore guard for Virginia Tech men's basketball who enjoyed a very active freshman season last year, starting 16 of 34 games he played and including a clutch game-winning bucket against Duke last season. MJ joins us next to talk about basketball and more on this week's Triumph Spotlight. Today's show is brought to you by Triumph NIL. The Triumph Digital Network is a fully integrated portal featuring individual channels for MJ Collins and many other your uh, favorite Hokie athletes. Visit triumphnil.com for exclusive engagement, merchandise, content opportunities, and subscriptions. All right, I think uh, some introductions are in order here from the High Tech Studios in the Corporate Research Center in Blacksburg, Virginia. Of course, I'm Kyle Marshak. Alongside me is our managing editor here at Tech Sideline, David Cunningham, Nick Brown, the greatest producer in all the land behind the set, and we have MJ Collins on set with us today. MJ, how you doing? Thank you for joining us. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Well, it's almost uh, basketball season, MJ. Coppin State, 8 p.m. in just a week's time in Castle Coliseum. How's the excitement in the locker room right now? It's almost go time. Uh, everybody's pumped. You know, the great Castle crowd. You can never beat it. So we all just excited um, for next week. What have the preparations been like over the last couple of weeks, getting ready? And, and how, how's practice been? Uh, practice has been good. We've had two scrimmages um, leading up until – Next Monday, um, the, everybody on the team, like I said, is very uh, pumped up for the game. You know, you got the newcomers who've never, I would say some of them have never played in Castle before. You got the freshmen. Um, so yeah, everybody's just excited for the opening season. So I guess it's kind of a, a late question to ask, but that reminds me, you know, what was it like for you your first time in Castle? Is that something that you describe to these newcomers? Uh, I haven't yet, um, but for me last year, it was mind blowing, you know, just seeing a sold out crowd, you just sitting there and then I would say I had butterflies um, <laughs> sitting there next to Coach uh, Custis. I had butterflies, you know, just waiting to hear your number get called. And then as the season went along and I began to start, it was like a different feeling as well. Butterflies came again. You know, you just being out there hearing that inner Sandman being sang. Um, so yeah. What's it like playing in front of the Castle Guard? Uh, it's great. Uh, that's actually who I sat with at the football game. Um, we got to talk, you know, chop it up a little bit. Um, they got to know me personally. You know, I got to feel them out a little bit. So it's pretty good. You know, I feel like they're one of the, if not the best student section that that we have in NCAA basketball. I like that. Yeah, I think uh, Hokie Nation will like that one. Well, you guys have been playing without Castle Guard just yet. A, a scrimmage against Richmond and Liberty a few weeks ago. How have those scrimmages gone? Uh, those scrimmages went well. Um, we won both of them. Uh, you know, just seeing what we have with the new guys and the returner, you know, just gelling as a team, um, trying new things. So, yeah, it was it was great. Great experience. You mentioned the, the newbies. What have... 
what are those guys, two, two young freshmen, kind of in the same role you were in last year, and then you got three transfers. What have the new guys been like so far? What's it been like playing with them? Uh, it's been great. Um, you got Robbie Barron. He's been great for us so far. Um, the way he can stretch and shoot the ball, you know, he's experienced playing in the Big Ten. Um, so I believe he's going to really help our team this year. Uh, who else? We got Tyler Nickel coming from UNC. He's been in the ACC before, so – um, he's been playing against the same teams that we've had, so he pretty much knows what to expect. Um, he can shoot the ball well, big body. Uh, who else we got? Jaden Young. <clears throat> he's been good for us so far, freshman. Uh, he reminds he reminds himself of me. I, I can say that. Um, last year, so you know, I've been kind of in his corner. Me and Hunter, you know, trying to teach him the ropes, and and he's been coming on fast for us. Uh, Brandon, uh, backup point guard, I believe he's going to be good for us as well. He can really shoot the ball. And then who else do we Makai. have? Makai, my dog. Um, he's been good for us. Uh, very physical, a um, lot of energy, and he does the little things that most people doesn't don't really pay attention to. So I feel like we'll have a great team this year. I, yeah. saw, I saw you smile when – you mentioned Jaden. What, what is what is he like on and off the floor? And um, you said he reminds me. You he reminds you of you last mm -hmm. year. What what specifically? Uh, you know, just coming in as a freshman. You know, six four. Uh, I say we probably an hour or two apart from each other. Hometown. Uh, we played each other in high school, and. A lot of people on the team say that's my twin. So, you know, we kind of acted like in, in certain situations, you know, we're, we're always together. Um, so, yeah. Does he also have like a three and a half foot vertical or is that just a you thing? <laughs> yeah, I think that's just a me. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, how about uh, in terms of your skill set, right? You know, you can jump. What is Mike Young having you work on this offseason? Uh, this offseason, uh, my three ball, most definitely. Um that's something that I've really been focused on and I'm shooting that confidently uh, this year. Uh, getting to the cup more has been something that I've also been working on, handling the ball better. And of course, being able to guard the other team's best player, as he's told me uh, several times that he wants to take Hunter off the ball and uh, which saves him more energy to do more things with him offensively. So me being able to fill those shoes that Hunter was in is something that I got to be ready for to, so that we can take another step at uh, going to the tournament this year. When I when I was down in Charlotte last week, I talked with, with Hunter about that, mm -hmm. and he said he's been challenging you every single day in practice. He's been guarding you. He's been making you guard him and make you chase him around the floor. And he said when MJ takes that next step, it'll not just be good for him, but it'll be good for, for everybody else on our team. What has that challenge been like, and how, how do you feel like you've taken to that challenge? Uh, the challenge has been great, um, honestly. You know, just hearing from your head coach that he wants you to be able to stop the R.J. Davises and the um, Nigel Packs and the other good players in the ACC, like, it just shows you that he has a different type of confidence in you. Um, and then hearing it from Hunter, uh, you know, me and Hunter joke a lot about it. I'd be like, bro, can you, like, go guard somebody else? Because, <laughs> like, he knows all the plays. I mean, he's a veteran uh, coming back. So, you know, just hearing it from him and then Coach Young is, like, really is good for me. 
Well, in terms of your defense, what have you specifically worked on? Um, I would say being stronger, being able to move uh, quicker laterally um, with shorter guards. I say I've struggled um, in the past. Um, guard and shine every day in practice. Uh, I've started doing that. Uh, I know he's he's a guy that's not going to back down from anything. You cut him off, he's got another move for you. Um, and then, of course, guarding Hunter in practice, he runs all day he's like a Steph Curry type, just <laughs> run, 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 screen after screen after screen. So just guarding both of them in practice is like it's helping me on my off-ball defense as well, guarding Sean on-ball defense. So I'm getting the best of both worlds, I can say. Who's the toughest guy to guard in practice? <sighs> I'm a, I gotta go with Sean. Most people probably say Hunter because, like I said, he he's constantly moving, and you you can never take a break. But I'm whoever has the ball, which is Sean, ninety percent of the time. I'm gonna have to say it's him. Yeah. I love it. How about uh, your favorite dunk from <clears throat> last year? I think that was kind of the presence that you established early on is mm-hmm. that you had some extreme athleticism. Right. We had a couple of big ones early last season. Mm-hmm. Favorite dunk? I'm going with UNC. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got to. Uh, growing up, I wanted to go to UNC. Um, I was a UNC fan. My whole family was. So watching them, and then, you know, I'm in the ACC. I'm playing them. So it's like it's a different type of, you know, level to that. Um, so then I come down. Grant throws it to me, and it's me and Leaky. Uh, I take my one-two, and I rise up and throw it home. And it's just like Castle went crazy. You know, I'm pumped up and can't beat it. I feel like the first big one you had, it was like uh, called to Charleston, I think, yeah, right? on the baseline. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was good, too. I feel like that, that right there um, turned the game around for us in Charleston. Even though we lost, like it gave us – I think we went on a – It was a big run. point swing, yeah. yeah. So that helped as well. Where, where did you learn how to dunk? <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to say I really learned. So just a God-given gift? Yeah, so I didn't see my dad grow up and play. I, I caught him, like, later in the years. Um, but, yeah, everywhere we go, I'm with him. They tell me how high I used to jump, how I used to dunk on people. So, you know me, I don't believe it unless I see it. Yeah. So I guess I got it from him. That's where I can say it came from, but, yeah. Do you remember the first time you dunked? Like an actual game? First time I dunked, I do. It was a uh, it was a baby two hand rim grace, and and I was I was pumped up after that one. I mean, we was up maybe thirty at the time. And that was say. what in like fifth grade? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it was my sophomore year. Sweet. Yeah, Sweet. I tried I tried to dunk my freshman year, and got hung. <laughs> oh man! So it took me a whole another year to get it, but. Well, let's uh, let's get to know you a little bit more. First off, I'm curious, what does MJ stand for? What's the full name? If you want to give the full gov, you don't have to. Right, so the full <laughs> gov is Michael Anthony Jerome Collins Jr. Okay. So the MJ, I mean, it can stand for Jerome or it can stand for Junior. I normally pe- tell people it stands for the Junior. Gotcha. So yeah, sweet. Yeah. You have a lot of siblings. You're mm-hmm. one of four Collins children. Who's the most athletic of the bunch? I'm going with me. Okay. All right. Well, I know <laughs> I know your sister. Uh I know your sister, big track athlete. Mm-hmm. She was. Um she actually she told me she had an offer here 
Um, her dream school was um, USC Trojans. She had an offer there, um, but she didn't go. She ended up going to A&T. Um, her family was around that area, so she she stayed there. Um, I know she broke a lot of records in, in high school. I'm not really sure how the track world works as far as national championships and all that, but uh, my dad told me she had a bunch. And, yeah, my little sisters um, – they're into soccer and swimming and uh, one of them trying to play basketball. But <laughs> my dad trying to explain to her that, you know, it's, I didn't just wake up and became, become good. So, like, she, she complains about all the running she has to do. But she she's only in middle school, so we'll see where that goes. But um, the youngest is – she's a good goalie on the soccer field, so I might have to tell Tech to go ahead and reach out to her. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, and Tech's got a good program. They got a couple of good goalies here too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have a, a big family, right? Mm -hmm. And it, it's pretty obvious that you are a big family man. Your your folks came up and saw you play a lot last season. What's it like having them nearby? What's the support like? Uh, the support is great. Just knowing that that I'm, I can call them anytime. I'm dealing with some, even if I'm not. Uh, you know, they it's only a three hour drive, so they can get here if anything's ha if anything happens. Um, and vice versa, I can get there if anything happens. It's not like I have to fly anywhere. Um, you know, we sit on the phone all the time, group FaceTimes, just talking, um, of course. And it, it feels like that they're living the college life with me. As far as my, my dad, um, I know his dream was to go to college. Uh, other things happen. But, you know, he's right there with me every step of the way, same as my mom. So, like, I really do it for, for them, if that makes sense. Um, seeing my dad you know happy with with me being where he wanted to be like that's that's all i can really ask for at, at that point um and like i said me and my dad's connection is really tight it's almost like like two brothers more than father's son so you know just seeing him happy for me it it's almost like he's out there on the court as well so it's always good was your dad your big coach growing up oh yeah uh I believe we start so so the stories say people uh my mom my grandma all of them say that uh when i was first born he would talk to me in the crib all the time <laughs> they say uh he would hold me all day in his arms while he's watching basketball any sports and then uh he would put a basketball in my crib and make me sleep with it at night <laughs> so yeah uh I would say, yeah, he's been my coach, my trainer, my mentor, all the above uh, growing up, and he still is. Uh, I feel like I can go to him about anything. You know, we, we have that relationship where, you know, some people may say they're scared of their fathers or whatever, but I feel like no matter the situation, I can go to my dad and he's going to give me the honest answer whether it's, it hurts my feelings or, or not. So that's always good for me to know that I have somebody I can count on through it all. So your father's been pretty vital to your career. Are mm -hmm. there other figures growing up or, or even right now, including the coaches that have really been vital to your development as a basketball player? Uh, of course, my, my mom, um, a lot of family members uh, have sacrificed a lot for me to get here. Uh, I went to private school, played in private school. I went to five different high schools. Um, so, yeah, just trying to find the best fit for me to get to the position that I am now. Um, I do thank my AAU coaches, Team Curry. I thank uh, my uncle, uh, Coach G. He was my seventh grade middle school coach. He trained me, him and my dad. 
up until I want to say ninth grade or so. And every now and then when I go back home, of course, I'll work out with him, uh, just depending on, on how I'm feeling. Um, Jeff McGinnis, uh, he coached me at Combine. He also played at UNC and played a few, uh, I want to say 11 or so years in the league. Uh, yeah, he's really he's really where I got my defensive edge from. He challenged me last year, well, not last year, my senior year um, on guarding the ball, uh, being the best defender that I possibly can be, which is, I can say, the reason that I was so prepared last year and the way I guarded the ball well last year as well. So I thank all, everybody that really sacrificed for me. When we talk about impact, and you know, obviously you've had a lot of people impact you, I think NIL is a way to give back to, to the community. Mm -hmm. What has this new era of NIL been like for you as a student athlete? How has Triumph kind of um, shown you the path, giving you a lot of opportunities? Uh, I, I say that NIL has been great, um, but at the same time, it can get stressful at times. You know, you, you're looking for certain things. You might not get it at the time you want to get it. Um, you might read on different people getting certain getting different things and you'd like, why not you? Um, Triumph has been good for me. You know, uh, I've been, I think I was told about it late last year. Um, I was reaching out to people, they reached out to me and you know, we got the deal going. Um, but I feel like NIL is really, truly a, a good opportunity, like you said, to give back to other people. Like it's not even about the money at certain at certain points, but like, just coming up with events like to give back to kids back home just so like they can see your face and, and you you being there shows them that okay maybe I do have a chance of making it to the to the next level because um, like where I'm from I would say I'm probably the most known to make it out of Clover far as I'm, I'm in contact with all the kids like everybody around knows me like they look out for me um, so yeah, like just me going back home, talking to certain kids, like it, it, it does something to them, I would say. And, and of course it makes me feel good as, as well, knowing that I have an impact and have set a, a standard for kids uh, growing up. So just out of curiosity, my, my parents are moving to South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Why do you love South Carolina so much? Because I, I have to learn that eventually, right? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's it's really not too much going on. like. You're pretty out the way. Of course, most people say it's a lot of farms and all that. Um, I feel like it's just a place where you can, like, it's peaceful. Nothing, nothing bad really goes on around there. Um, and it's a lot to do, I would say, depending on, like, for me, you got Charlotte right down the street, um, which you got Carowinds, you got good food, um, big city, I would say. You got the Hornets down the street, Panthers. And then I want to say they just – moved a professional soccer team out there, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Charlotte FC's right there. Yeah, and then uh, well, they got a baseball team out there. So it's like, it's just so much to do as far as you're around a lot of different areas, even though um, that's in North Carolina, but you being in South Carolina, you still have so much around you, which is really why I love being there. Have you have you been to the Spectrum Center before? I have. Uh, let me think. Cause you guys are gonna be playing there in, <laughs> yeah, in just yeah. over a week. Uh -huh. I actually went to um, my senior year. I went to the Spectrum Center when we played St. Bonaventure. Bonaventure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went there. Um, 
I've went to a few Hornets games, but that's pretty much about it. How cool is that going to be to kind of play right close to home? Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, I got a lot of family coming to that one, still trying to get tickets together. And you're playing South Carolina. Playing South, and my mom graduated from South Carolina, wow. so that's, that's going to be great. That's yeah. awesome. And yeah. it feels like the family's always there, right? So you talked about them being such a support system, not to backtrack, but you mentioned the stress of being a college athlete. Mm -hmm. How do you manage that? Are there other escapes outside of the support system of your family? Uh, yeah, I say, I would say, um, like just to get my mind off things, uh, I'm big into playing video games. So like I sit in the room all day and shoot, growing up, my mom used to get on me about it, you know, get out your room, <laughs> come spend time with us. But like, if I see you, I'm gonna say, hey, keep it, keep it rolling. And that's kind of who I am now. Like I stay out the way. Um, I'm not gonna get into any trouble. Uh, yeah, I pretty much do my own thing, and I'm I, I don't like to change that. So if if I'm having a hard day or whatever, I just sit on the game all day just to get my mind off things. But like I said, um, I talk to my family, but it, it just it just depends on how I'm feeling. We've all been there, I think. Mom tells you to get off the video games. What what video games? Are you 2K guy or what? 2K, Madden. Um, I heard the Fortnite OG map coming back. Ah, that's what I've heard. So so I might that's have true. to start back playing <laughs> that's that. That's true. Uh, uh, Nick Nick can attest. He's a Fortnite guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm going to see how that, that goes. Uh, what do you play the most? I'm going to go with 2K. 2K? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so are you – now, I was going to ask this earlier. So you lived with Wessler, Buchanan, and Rice last year. Last year. What's the household now, and who's the best 2K player? <sighs> it depends, honestly. If we playing, like, quick game, I'm going to go with Rod. Rod was pretty good. Uh, we done a couple of my leagues. You know, he got the best of me. Uh, Patton in June with Darren, they – Video game those days, they need to hang that up for our sports. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Pat was good at uh, like Call of Duty, Fortnite. Okay, he's good at those games. Uh, yes, when it comes to sports, it's between me and Rod, and I'm gonna I'm say he's better. That's awesome. Yeah, Did you say there's a correlation between like being a seven footer and being better at like Fortnite and stuff like that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's the correlation that I've noticed. I mean, I guess you could say that, but we'll see. What do you what do you enjoy about just just playing video games, taking your mind off of it? Like what when you sit down to play two K, what about it is just so nice to be able to get your mind off stuff? Uh, considering the fact that I'm a basketball player, I feel like everything just comes more easy, and I can I can try moves on the game that I might do in real okay. life. You know what I'm saying? Or I might see something okay. in the game and I might try it in real life, and then you know just talking. Talking to your friends from back home and, and just random people around the world. I mean, I guess that's always good interacting with new people. So, all right. So you're playing blacktop three v three. Right. Any pick you want. Who are the Who are the three guys you're going with? I'm going with. I'm going with LeBron. Okay. Katie. Yep. Probably LeBron, Katie, and Giannis. Giannis, mm -hmm. that's a lot of size right there. Right. You don't want to guard. Yeah. Okay. I like, like that. Who, who's stopping him? LeBron can get downhill. He can dunk on you. Giannis can get downhill and dunk on you, and he's like seven feet. <laughs> um, and then KD, a sniper. He can do it all. That's so, right. Man. You don't want a defensive guy like, a, a I don't know, a Kawhi Leonard or something like that? Nah. 
just all, all, <laughs> all scoring. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, I think uh, we, we should do a little speed round to close things out. You guys want to do that? Sure. Yeah. I'm just going to shoot questions your way. All right. We always start with this pregame playlist. What are you going to be bumping ahead of Coppin State? A uh, little baby. little baby. Go okay. To. I like that. What is your favorite restaurant in Blacksburg? If you had to pick one. El Rods. El Rods. Yeah. Okay. What's your go-to order? Uh, I get two chicken quesadillas, just chicken and cheese only. And two orders of rice and a pink lemonade. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we, we have a buddy who orders Carter Hill also works here. And at cookout, he gets the big tray with two cheese quesadillas. His <laughs> side is two more cheese quesadillas. <laughs> and then he orders an extra side of two cheese quesadillas. <laughs> what is your reaction to that? Yeah, that's insane. He's a, <laughs> that is he's, insane. He's a menace. That's that's yeah, it's an interesting one. All right. Any pregame rituals or routines? You superstitious at all? Uh, no, not really. Um, I say I go out. I'm gonna say nah. I don't Dang. really have one. Just you play well regardless. So. Right. All right. I like it. I I do pray before every game. Okay. So I would say that. Cool. I pray before every game. Oh, I talk to my dad before every game, whether nice. it's text or phone call. We talk before the game. Um. That's about it. Sweet. We were talking about this a little bit before. Virginia Tech has hosted five football games this mm-hmm. year. This is your second year as a student. What is your favorite part about going to a football game at Virginia Tech? Yeah, that's it, man. Good answer. Yeah, can't go Popular wrong with that. Popular answer. Yeah. Did you dress up for Halloween? I did not. No. I didn't even go out. No plans to or anything? Nope. If you were to dress up for Halloween, <laughs> what would the costume be? Did you dress up for Halloween? I did. What did you dress up as? I was Ken from Barbie. Okay. You know who? I, I dressed up as Jake from State Farm. You okay. serious? You, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll show you a picture after we get out. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Are you serious? That's <laughs> awesome. I don't know. It probably been something scary, honestly. Like a Michael Myers type. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, last year, last year's costume, I was all over the place. It was last minute. Um, I put on like a purge, the purge mask. Yeah. Let me tell you about that. So, okay. <laughs> we had a, <laughs> we had a party and me and Rodney, we sitting there and Rodney, he's to the left of me and he had his mask on backwards. Yeah. So he's talking to me and he just turned and some guy like he, he's like long gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting there and he just he just staring at the mask <laughs> and Rodney turns around and like he literally about peed himself because he, <laughs> he thinking that Rodney just been staring at him with the mask on the whole time okay. and man like it was the funniest it was the funniest thing I had ever seen in a long time but yeah me and Rod both went last year as the purge purge mask okay yeah. that's terrifying though yeah. imagine sitting there on a couch and some dude in a purge mask is just, just staring <laughs> locked eyes with you that's that's awesome uh so we uh we always like to end the speed round with a a little bit more of a serious tone you know yeah. after getting the laughs out we want to ask you what kind of mark do you want to leave on blacksburg uh like just Blacksburg, Blacksburg in general, like with the season coming up. Yeah, yeah. Blacksburg, Virginia Tech. Uh, of course that I'm a great person. Uh, happy soul, I would say. You know, every time you see me, I got a smile on my face or I got a joke for you. 
Um, and on the basketball court, I want to say that that I was a dog. Um, you know, brought it night in, night out, and, and was a team a team player, um, coachable dude, and yeah, a highlight reel waiting to happen. I want to. I want. I I know Kyle likes to end on that, but I want to ask you one more question. The season's around the corner. Mm -hmm. One week from today, it'll be a packed house. Castle Guard will be out in full force. What can people expect from this Virginia Tech basketball team this year? Uh, I'm gonna say a, a lot of scoring abilities on the offensive end. A bunch of highlights. A bunch of dunks from number two. Uh, yep. Uh, I would say a very enthusiastic team. You know, uh, from the coaching staff to us, I feel like we're gonna we're gonna bring it this year. You guys hungry? Yeah, we hungry, real hungry. Especially not making the tournament last year. Uh, going to the NIT, we, we were kind of upset about that, uh, and we don't want that feeling again. And losing. Losing in the second round of the tournament, well, I believe we got blown out, but yeah. Has that fed your guys' motivation a lot coming mm -hmm. into this season? Uh -huh. We're trying to we're trying to make a, a, a mark this year. Awesome. And, and I believe we're going to do that. All right. Well, I think that about wraps things up. Uh, MJ, thank you for hopping on and enjoy your uh, Halloween weekend soon. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Of course. All right. Don't forget their home opener versus Coppin State, 8 p.m. on Monday, right in Castle Coliseum. You don't want to miss it. Until then, for MJ Collins, our managing editor, David Cunningham, and our producer behind the scenes, Nick Brown, I'm Kyle Marshak, and we'll see you guys next time on Triumph Spotlight. <laughs>